Happy Hump Day, everybody, and welcome back to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsperts. We are your daily dose of quick and handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and back from his brief hiatus with the Betsperts golf folks, Mr. Andy Molitor. How are we doing? You're wearing my favorite twins hat. This is, I wore this, my wife's like, oh, you got to wear that to the game because no one else will have it. Because literally they sold this for like 45 minutes and then pulled it down because they were just getting roasted on social media about how ugly these hats were. But uh, Yeah, I, I don't even know. I don't know if you can buy this. I have my U.S. Open hat. Should be arriving today in the mailbox along with the uh, some flexible PVC pipe. I am going to make some hoops stuff and put some netting around. So the birds won't eat my goddamn strawberries. A lot mm. of a lot of issues are going to be solved tonight. It's like a, it's like the scene in uh, the Godfather, the baptism scene where he takes care of all his family problems in one night. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to. Uh, I don't think sort it's quite like stuff. that, but no, it's it's a lot like that. I mean, these birds are they're they're done for me. Are you going to kill all the birds? Like, do you have people going out to like murder all the birds while you're? You that know? would be. We this got off this got off track so quick, but yeah, no, uh, just gonna no, I'm just going to keep them from eating my strawberries. That's that's the whole mm. trick, and then they keep the gate shut because my dog is addicted to asparagus. Got to keep her out of there too. But uh, yeah, it's kind of a light sports week. You know what? Uh, NBA games are like six days in between, but we have a major golf tournament. We have tennis going on, and next week I think we're gonna probably dip our toes probably most of our feet, if not up to the knees, into the NBA draft. That is right about, oh, Holt, I beat you to it by like five seconds. Holt says that no NBA, but it's about time for the NBA draft. I was going to ask you about your legal outs. I don't know if you've spent time and checked it yet. I drive to Iowa sometimes to bet golf outrights. They don't let you do draft props there. I know you can't do them in Pennsylvania. I'm not sure if you've checked what uh, New Jersey has. But if I wanted to bet draft props on the legal books, I'd have to go to Illinois, which is several hours. Um, so far, I checked all my offshores, and a lot of them have, like, who goes first, second, third, fourth, fifth um, for smaller limits. And then a few places have uh, over-unders for a couple places, or a couple players, rather. But, man, it's very low limits. So right now it is not looking like I have a ton of options. Hopefully by the weekend things open up. And even if they don't, I don't give a shit. We'll bet $50 limit stuff because <laughs> I want to bet this. Yeah, it's, it all adds up. Let's stack some pennies next week. And, yeah, let's uh, we'll dig into that all next week. And by then, I'll give yes, you a couple right now. Go ahead okay. and look around. Get yourself some Ivy to go number two. And then I honestly, this is terrible. I forget the guy's name, Methuen or Methuen or whatever the heck his name is. Methuen. Get some of him to go number five. You can find both of those numbers like in the high twenties, and it's really annoying from a regulated state perspective. Pennsylvania does not have draft bets because that's what they decided. Um, I have to drive to New Jersey, which I haven't done yet. But if you're in some other states, Points Bet has got some stuff open. DraftKings has, has got some stuff open, but. Yeah, it's just your ace action, Falcon, PPHs, they've got some stuff. Um, and then, yeah, Bovada's had some, Bet Online has had some, the offshores are starting to put some up, but again, the limits are super low. Um, but go ahead, sprinkle some stuff, get yourself some Ivy to be number two, and then again, Methuen or Methuen, or whatever the hell his name is, to be number five. Yeah, I think the quickest I could be into Illinois is East Dubuque. 
It is uh, the border of Illinois and Iowa's right there. And it's just dipping right into the top corner. And if I wanted to drive there, and I do drive pretty quick, especially when I'm on back roads in Iowa. But if I wanted to drive there, I think it is still like three hours. So I might have to just mail some uh, <laughs> mail some money to some people in Illinois. Like, hey, can you bet? Yeah, three hours. Although there are casinos in Dubuque. So maybe maybe I can make a trip out of this next Wednesday night or something. It's not uh, like you need a big excuse to go to a casino. No, I'm, I'm sure the blackjack dealers miss you. I've driven to Waterloo to play blackjack and crap, so I certainly will drive to Dubuque. Um, Fran Millionaire says I'm in Chicago. Yeah, I know. We've already talked about next year for the NFL draft setting. It's, you know, like the TikTok house, Alex, you know, where a bunch of assholes get together and make TikToks. <laughs> Doing one of, the, one of those, but for draft betting, where we, uh, a bunch of people who like to bet the NFL draft and are in states where they can't, we just get an Airbnb for like three weeks and spend <laughs> April in, I don't give a fuck, Champagne, Springfield, it doesn't matter, anywhere in Illinois. And we just uh, set up a nice house on a lake somewhere. Before we leave, we'll take pictures of our wives holding their IDs up so we can get them signed up for accounts, and make sure we have all the right social security account numbers. And yeah, just set up, set up a nice cabin in the woods and just bet the shit out of the NFL draft again. But, uh, I digress back to the NBA. We will get, I wouldn't recommend East St. Louis. Yeah, that's, that is very fair. Um, no NBA today, but we can take a look at these, uh, current odds. Um, as far as the MVPs, obviously with the dubs only needing one more win, Curry is a heavy favorite here. What is the, what is the price right now for the Celtics to win the series? Right around plus 300. I've seen numbers maybe a little bit better, a little bit worse than that, but, you know, right around plus 300. Okay. So, I mean, maybe you mix it a little with, uh, mix it a little with Tatum if you really want to, but I'm already sitting on some exposure. I'm not adding anything. The funniest thing is just the LOL Thompson and Draymond, especially the Draymond numbers. Like, if they take $5 on that, I guess it was worth, spending five seconds to put that shameful for him. yeah shameful to hang hang numbers on players like that but yeah congrats to everybody who got curry before the series i mean as i said i think on the last show or maybe it was monday but even if the warriors honestly lose the series at this point there's a good chance he's the mvp given you know kind of how pitiful tatum has been and brown hasn't been spectacular so if the celtics can somehow win this in seven games which is not going to happen folks um Steph Curry might still be MVP. So kudos to everybody who loaded up on that. I know our buddy Doc has a bunch of that. Kudos to him. Yeah. I mean, essentially he got the best of the series price because that's what the series price turned out to be was, I mean, it, there wasn't ever really a spot where it's like, oh, somebody else might win this MVP for the Warriors if they take it. It always was just Curry. It's like the astronauts with the guns thing looking at the moon or whatever. I don't know what that meme is from. Is that bad to admit that? I'm not sure what that, like, what the origin of most memes are, honestly. Like, the dog in on fire in the house? Like, is that from something? Or did somebody just make a picture of it? What the hell happened to my camera? Um, oh, all right. We've lost Andy. The memes are angry at you. The computers you are see, attacking. Can you see that, too? <laughs> all right, I'm back. Um, U.S. Open. 
All right, I will, and I, I did uh, drive to Iowa right after I did the golf show that Alex referenced earlier. I said, God, like four out of my six bets have pretty decent odds in Iowa. I could use a, a trip to get out of the office. It's nice. I just hooked the phone up to the old stereo, listen to a podcast. I listened to the Spanky Pod with that, that was ant, a good one. the ant guy. Yeah, that was actually very interesting. A lot so of I got the gathering talk. Oh yeah, I love I love when they get into some of that. Like, oh, have you heard of Magic? Of course, he's heard of Magic Gathering. But yeah, that's a, a good recommendation if you have a, I don't know, about a one hour round trip uh, drive where you have to go pet some outrights in a gas station parking lot. The Spanky Pod with Ant was pretty good. But uh, real quick, I'll go over what I did bet. Not sure how much of this is available. Some of these might be available better numbers. Once in a while, we see bookmaker. Bookmaker is very good about adjusting both ways. You see some of these odds where they only go down for everybody and they don't end up moving anyone back up. Uh, Bookmaker is not that way. They will they will keep their hold at a pretty steady rate and move people back up. So I did bet, uh, skipped over all the favorites, like the Rory's, the Scotty's, the JT's, the Rams. Skipped all of them. I don't love Cam Smith at all this week. I don't love Spieth. I never love Xander and Cantley is just not a guy who's doing it for me here. So I went with a bunch of guys who were right around that 30 range to kind of start out the deal with uh, Burns, Zalatoris, and Fitzpatrick. None of those guys have a major. In fact, none of these guys on my card have a major win at all, ever. So I'm 90% sure Sung JM has never won a major. Can't win a major until you win your first. I know the Chileans for sure have not, but Burns, Zelotors, Fitzpatrick, if he can find him around 30 or just a shade south of that, I'd still bet it. I know Burns is down to 22, 25 at some places. He's just so good. Zalatoris is 29 at Bookmaker. You can still have that. And I believe Fitzpatrick's still available, 28, 29, 30, somewhere in there if you hunt around. The other ones are a little more long shots. I just did the, uh, what do you call it when everybody bets? Like a community bet. Sung JM, everybody bet him. Team bet. Like his his numbers line up. Like he, he's going to play well here. I probably should just bet this guy top 20. But Sung JM at 50, because everybody else at 40. I bet that over at Sportsbook. And then the Chileans, as I mentioned, their irons line up here. If they can stay out of the rough, stay out of trouble, these guys can shoot two under and win this tournament. So Neiman and Mito at 40 and 80. Um, Mito was 92. When I got in my truck and he was 81 when I got to Iowa. So kind of missed. I, I lost coming. a little. I know it's, it's, I needed to drive faster. Um, and then, yeah, just one matchup so far that I've actually bet. I've got a couple that I'm working on betting to make sure I like everything about it is again, Mito Pereira over Abe answer. Hate, 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 hate Abe answer here. Uh, it's not because of distance. I don't think you really do need distance here. I don't really like anything about what he's been doing lately. And I have Mino ranked a ton higher in basically everything I think that matters here. Although they, they've said that, uh, you know, you really, really do have to miss to end up in the nasty rough. But if answer ends up in that heavy rough, you might as well just take a drop, buddy. Like hacking your way out of there isn't going to go well for you. We've seen some people... You know, we've seen some people um, in the practice rounds already just struggle, even just around the green with some of the shorter rough, just absolutely blading it and hitting it thin and ending up going sideways and 
off the toe. It's very hard to get through this rough. So I'm excited. Cheering for the course this weekend. And of course, cheering for my six guys over at Betsports Golf. You can check out the rest of the stuff we have up. Um, I know I'll have the rest of my matchup bets in any top 10, top 20, top 30, top 40, top five. Miss the cut. Three balls, props, hole-in-ones, or anything else like that up. Probably just matchups, though. I'll have that up later on today. I can dig it. I'm ready. I'm, I'm going to go through and do some degen miscut cut bets so I can cheer for Rory to miss the cut. And I don't know. I just, I'm not a believer in Brooks. So I'll probably bet him to miss the cut. And I do have a Scheffler out, right? Because I took Maddie's, congrats to Maddie for who Cardinals hit yesterday. Probably the Cardinals money line with Scotty. So I have like Scotty at 25 for 26. I don't, I don't hate that. Like, I, I like Scotty. I think he can win, but boy, at the price, it's just hard for me to, hard for me to stomach. And yeah, the, what was I going to say? That Brooks kept going to miss the cut. I kind of like that. Uh, I don't love his game at all. It's one of those like, hey, Brooks only plays good in majors. It's like, yeah, he's not playing good at all, though. His last two majors, he's got 55th and a missed cut. And his missed cut was at the Masters, where it's hard to miss the cut. Like, there's all the olds and the amateurs miss the cut. They take those spots for you. So I like that Brooks one. I might be joining you on that. Uh, it's, I asked yesterday what color his hair was. Apparently, it's not bleaching it anymore, which is probably a good sign for his golf, I assume. Yeah, maybe that is a good one. But, uh, <laughs> oh, all right. Well, Birmingham. Birmingham, England, and Berlin. Germany. More grass. Yeah. More grass. Yeah, from the grass to the grass. How have these been playing? Has it been pretty quick? Have you been able to watch a bunch of it? Yeah, it's been fun. Again, it's kind of the nice, I get up, have a little breakfast, watch some tennis. And it does, it, it looks kind of like your classical grass. And I forget who it was tweeted out, but somebody from Wimbledon was talking about how um, maybe the big difference in grass courts in the last couple of years to, you know, the last 50 to 100 years is simply technology has gotten to be so much better. And it's easier to keep these court, courts flat. There's not so many dead spots all over the place where, you know, sometimes you're out there and a ball for whatever reason just hits a soft spot in the grass and just dies um it's just been nice it's, it's been consistent and i love grass tennis it's a lot of volleys at the net it's really quick and it's funny for someone that likes to watch rallies in general and i, I don't not a huge fan of, of service tennis but grass is a lot more d- interesting it's a i don't know it's almost like it just you you've turned it up on hyper almost or something I, I love it yeah no i i enjoy this season especially joy at Wimbledon Wimbledon's kind of like, and again, I'm just going to reference back to golf because that's what we were just talking about. It's what I spent a lot of my week on already, but Wimbledon is masters esque to me. Like there's a lot of pomp. There's also some circumstance that goes with that. There's a lot of history tradition and they're real. Uh, and they're, and they're kind of a pain in the ass, just like the masters with all the, the rules they have. Wimbledon's like that too, with uh, how you have to wear white and they'll yell at. Remember that kid got yelled at because his underwears were too dark. Like uh, it was somebody in like the boys' tournament. He had like black briefs on, and you could see him through his shorts. And he got like yelled at. Wimbledon, oh, Wimbledon yeah. yeah, Wimbledon is a hard ass about some things. So I do like Wimbledon with all the uh, the history and whatnot. So what do you got? Uh, what do you got on the docket today? After we're just gonna spend some cocoa money on some bets today, huh? Yeah, Coco gets it done as the easy parlay piece. I hope you guys put that with just about everything. That looked like it was going to be a beat down, and it was. We'll start in Birmingham. Miss Magdalena Freck 
did well for us, uh, lost the first set, but came back to win the match for us. I believe that was yesterday, maybe two days ago at this point. It's always hard to tell with the rain, but we're going to take her again here. She's a big underdog in this match. Um, I just struggle to see, you know, Beatriz Adad Maya, very good player, coming off a title in Nottingham, but playing some of, if not the best grass tennis of her life. At this point, she should have built up quite a bit of fatigue. Um, I believe she made a long run in the tournament just before that as well. It was a W100 or something like that. But she's got about two, two and a half weeks of, you know, pretty intense tennis under her belt. She's playing really above her head. And the market at this point has just moved too far the other way. I mean, uh, Freck, again, is someone who is not spectacular, but very comfortable on the grass and much closer to these numbers. Again, I'd have her closer to probably plus 180 almost. And the, the spread probably closer to three, maybe a juicy three and a half, something like that. So happy to take the four, happy to take the 240. And then Ludmilla Samsonova, someone that I'm really disappointed is not going to get a chance to play in Wimbledon because unfortunately she flies under the Russian flag. She is plus 130, a really just perfect game for grass. She goes up against Veronica Kudermatova. Love the Kuder monster. One of my favorite, you know, players on tour. We back her quite a bit, but just overpriced here. I mean, Kudermatova got a couple nice wins last week and Samsonova kind of fell apart in her first match. And I think we're just getting a chance to spy low a little bit here on Samsonova before her prices start to pop. I mean, I have this pretty much a pick them. So happy to take Samsonova at plus 115, plus 110 or, or better. Looks good. And there's plenty of plus 125s and 30s out there. So Freck will take the money line in the games and Samsonova. Just give me your straight up. Straight the blue. Well, it's not that long of a price. I don't, I don't hate that. Because what would he get? A game and a half anyway. Yeah. And can Serena beat Iga? I don't know, but what the heck? Go out there. And the other thing I did yesterday was I took Serena at our friend's FanDuel and parlayed them with the Cardinals. So now I got a Serena like 35, 40 to one. I mean, to be honest, the numbers on Serena, the outrights are they're not great. There's a lot of very low numbers, but if you want to do something fun like that, go for it. That's kind of what I was just looking for. I just, I'm, it's a FOMO ticket. I'm going to be really pissed if Serena can put it together, but she's coming off. Um, she's had two C-sections now, I think in the last three years, um, hasn't played a lick of tennis, I think like in the last 18 months competitively and still has the game for grass, right? She just might have yeah. to serve and stuff, but I wonder if, you know, some practice and some tournaments in Eastbourne is going to be enough for her to get the feel for it. Grass is a feel thing. I mean, you got to learn how to slice the ball. You got to get comfortable with the way it's bouncing and coming flying at you. It's much different. So maybe she's a little more on a level playing field because everyone's making a surface change for the most part. But yeah, sure. I mean, she, she can do it. That's I, I say that not having seen her on a tennis court yeah. in God over a year and a half. So, I mean, if, if it's the Serena we saw even a year and a half ago, sure, she could serve bot her way through this, but I don't know. It's just the, the prices fucking suck, Alex. Yeah, like, sixteen hundred. That stinks. It just it, it sucks. Be, and but I I almost compared it to Andy Murray because you see those like oh it's still Andy Murray's being priced like he can still play even though he barely plays. Serena is not the same case. She still can play. We saw her come back. We saw her play while she was pregnant and win. And it just a C section is super invasive to your core. It can mess up your core muscles. Tennis super important so i'd love to see her play a little first to see if she still has the torque on her forehand and you know the pop in her serve and if she does maybe 16 isn't stupid because she's the best there's ever been man like if she's playing at her top level she can beat anybody on grass i'm fine with that so a 16 to 1 is essentially can she beat uh can she beat the Pollock? it's uh, that's it 
Like, can you win that match? Um, can she keep it together? We've seen her get hurt. Like, like, can she keep it together? Goals. Yeah. She's playing doubles with Ans. That's interesting. That, that if she's if she's playing that's well, team. that's a super team too. So we'll go uh we'll go yeah, we'll go maybe do some degen sure parlays. Put Serena with your favorite US open pick or something for like 10 bucks. But definitely don't just bet that straight up at 16 or 20 or even numbers in the 30s are a little too low. So I mean, if you can find something 40 or 50, go for it. Otherwise, you know, get weird with it. What the heck? Yeah. And Fran Millionaire says maybe you can get some eyes on her in the doubles matches. That, yeah. It's hard, hard enough to watch tennis. Now go find doubles tennis. That is definitely going to be uh, a Russian stream that uh, is going to ruin a computer for me. So We'll 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 try to find it, see how she's looking. Maybe report back after we've watched a little tennis from her. And yeah, a couple uh, underdogs in Europe as we ramp up grass season. And uh, we'll catch you tomorrow. Up. We'll talk. We'll talk game six. We'll have some probably some afternoon single round plays for the U.S. Open. We'll talk some. We'll talk some more NBA draft and definitely, definitely, start to talk about at least think about. Some football is god damn it, we're getting close. So thanks to our sponsor FanDuel. Thanks to Alex for just bringing it. Just bringing it today. Thanks for producer Dan spelling everything right today. Thanks to the audience for the thumbs ups that you're about to give me, and we'll catch you tomorrow, which is Thursday. Thursday. <laughs>